during this lockdown period yeah most people tend to go idle like me personally i have been a mess an outright mess i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what to do exactly but then i go check out check out your ig and there you are doing videos creating sketches for youtubes making live streams with, uh, with a lot of people i mean how do you manage to stay this energetic okay so the thing is different things energize different people right yeah exactly it's different situations or you know different circumstances that gives different people different kinds of energy yeah. for example for you probably it is being around a lot of people or socializing that gives you the kind of energy that you need Mm, yeah Maybe. probably i'm not i'm just guessing maybe yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> i understand your point yeah there are a lot of people like that huh. i get your point so it's different for different kinds of people for me yes. personally i would tell you i was i was not in a good space before the lockdown happened okay oh. i was uh, i moved to bangalore for my pg yeah i was not very happy in bangalore i had a lot going on mentally and i was not dealing with it i was not at all coping with it well oh so if you look at my timeline during that time i was completely idle after going to bangalore i think my classmates didn't even know me i didn't oh. talk to anybody me who talks to everybody who jumps around all the time who is extremely energetic i just shut down i didn't talk to anybody over there yeah. i think slowly after first semester when my internship happened and i started finding purpose in what i was doing that's when i came back to myself so okay. it took me that it, it i had to do something to get myself a spark to realize that what i'm doing matters yeah. for me to even come back to my space so once i found out that spark in me then things have been okay with me oh. so after that, even the lockdown didn't stop me from doing what i wanted to do i realized that this is a good opportunity for me because everybody needs help right now everybody needs mental health uh, you know awareness right now and exactly, i this is a perfect exactly. moment to give it to people yeah. so maybe i found that because because how i because of how i found purpose yeah. in the internship that i did i mean so i have to say and people like me particularly look through your stuff is like okay there are things that we could do during this time we could we could actually make use of this time we could actually have a good time yeah, yeah. and it actually matters and it's amazing that you are doing what you are doing so another thing yeah before you join this it's possible for everyone uh-huh. yeah so, i get the point but the thing is that people don't realize that people need to remember like re- people don't want to either see it's not it's not that it's a productivity contest or anything yeah. not everybody does not have to be productive like go around learning new skills exactly. or doing something learn cooking you don't have to maybe this is a time for you to unwind first honestly speaking this has been a really good time for me to work on myself Yeah. because so far i've been doing so many things for other people that i always i was always so stressed very very stressed i was extremely stressed now i find comfort in my mom i find yeah. comfort in my house i find comfort in the food that i eat so it it's it's also a time for us to look into ourselves and heal ourselves so if even if you're not doing something productive for the outside world to see working on yourself is also very productive is also very calming and reassuring that's so true. it's just a matter of perspective that's true that's very very true yeah i did try to brief about stories revolutionary to our viewers particularly most okay. of our, most of the viewers would be students from our college stuff. so okay, okay. Uh, there will be a lot of them who won't have much of an idea about this startup this social startup so why 
even though I tried to brief them, I don't think I can do a much better job than one of the creators herself. So why don't you please explain to them what Stories Revolutionary is and what it is that you guys have been doing for the past year. Okay. So Stories Revolutionary started in uh, two years ago. Yeah. So our entire idea was to do live interviews. Okay. Instagram had just opened the live feature, two-way live feature. And we were like, okay, this is new. This is fun. Why don't we use it to do interviews? Because nobody is doing it. It's an yeah. extremely new idea. Damn, we are so cool. It was that kind of an idea that came <laughs> into our head. Okay. Because nobody was doing interview with that feature. And it was the perfect feature to do interviews. All right. So our plan was, see, it's very difficult to get some people to, uh, to be interviewed because they're so busy in their daily lives. So yeah. we can't just go and see them face to face. But asking them to take out their phone for 30 minutes, use Instagram is not such a big deal. Yeah. So we thought it's very easy to connect with really cool people, talk to them, get to know their stories. And even the name of Stories Revolutionary came very, very weirdly. Me and one of my friends, Haris, uh, so we were talking about something with another friend of us long time ago on having a talk show or something. So we were like, why not name it Saravarel and stuff. Yeah. So Pinne, when we decided to start this, I, I simply suggested, why not Sora again? So Sora became story somehow and then we were like why just stories stories revolutionary story so it started from sora it became story stories revolutionary it, it was just an expansion Your chain, of, yeah, I have yeah. To say, it's a damn cool name though it's a damn cool name <laughs> so that's how we started with it uh, so that was the beginning of stories revolutionary all right so we started off just with live interviews we had absolutely no idea what else we were stepping into honestly Standing where we are today, looking back to where we started from, I have abs- I'm so amazed at what we have, you know, achieved or yeah. what we have created. So when we started, it was just the four of us. We had nobody else in the team. We just we were just trying to have interviews and fix schedules. Uh, and our fourth or fifth interview in itself was Roshan Matthew. Yeah, I remember. We, we got Roshan Matthew, and we we were awestruck. We were like, oh my god. We have hardly like 300, 400 followers or something and we have Roshan Matthew to interview. That was the moment we realized that we have the capability to make some change. We have it in us to do something. From there, we were just like, we're going to go ahead with it. So we went ahead with live interviews and then we had an idea to do public platform storytelling. So we went ahead with storytelling, real life life live storytelling yeah so our first event we we just had bookings only we did not uh, have any tickets as such but the event got filled with hardly 400 followers in our page yeah. the event was still filled so we realized yeah. that there's a lot of love for storytelling the concept of storytelling in kerala but we've not explored it much maybe you know we can dig deeper into it yeah. so we started doing more and more and then our team grew. Whenever people started helping us, we started taking them into our team. So they started loving how the team works. And eventually, when we did the Calicut event, uh, I asked my mom, we want to name our team something. Volunteers is too mainstream and doesn't feel personal enough. What yeah. do you think we could do? She said, why not name it Ulsaha Committee? That was where Ulsaha it Committee came into picture. Idea. Oh my <laughs> it God. It was my mom's idea. <laughs> and and from then cool. on, Ulsaha <laughs> Yeah, she's a very cool mom. Yeah. <laughs> so Star Committee started becoming an emotion for us. We we turned into a beautiful family. So we started doing events and the new ideas 
started coming into picture with all these new people in our team. We have team Bataka. Bataka is the team that handles social events, as in yeah. you know, dealing with uh, social situations and circumstances and providing help, mental health support groups. So we do a lot of events like that under Bataka, team Bataka. So we have team Butterflies. Butterflies is the team that deals with the live interviews. We have team Manyakili. Manyakili is the team that uh, leads all the Instagram stories and yeah. uh, you know, engaging with people. So it's it's really fun. All these things that we do. Damn. Uh, my next question is, how did this adventure come to be? Basically, there are four people behind this, yeah? How did yeah. you guys meet up and how did this idea stem? What did it stem from? Okay. You, okay, so four people. Harris, yeah. me, Tanya and Naifa. Yeah. Alright. So me and Harris, we know since childhood. We studied in the same school together. Uh, so he was my junior. We didn't speak to each other from school at all. After we passed out, we, we got into colleges. And Harris uh, wanted to contact me, but he was scared to contact me. Uh, this is in the first year, second year of college or something for another idea. It was about a team called Triumph that he was building. It was based on uh, entrepreneurship and empowerment. Oh. Okay. We've done crazy things together, Robert, <laughs> like crazy things together. So that was his new idea. So he was scared to contact me. So he tells one of my cousins, who's a good writer, to tell me because she's my cousin. So he, she... So she can directly tell me, right? Yeah. So she contacts me and we meet up and, you know, we talk about these things. We start this new amazing team called Triumph and we release a magazine, India's first entrepreneurship magazine by children, students and stuff. We were crazy into it. We applied for the title for the magazine. It didn't work out. Um, so we did oh. not get the title approved. So we filed an RTI. We, we did a lot My of God. It was fun. It was fun though. Uh, so me and Harris, got close like that okay? okay after that me and harris started a lot of new adventures <laughs> we started a lot of other new teams we worked on a lot of other things so that's the kind of relationship me and harris had okay, okay? uh but tanya yeah. uh, conducted an event under stories worth sharing i don't know if you've heard about it there's this thing called stories worth sharing okay. so she co- conducted an event where you can share stories mm. so she once contacted me and she was like there's an event that i'm doing it's called this would you like to share share a story i said why not that would be very interesting she asked me if i know anybody who would like to as well so i called up all my friends <laughs> <laughs> i said i called in harris i called in arjun another good friend of mine i called in my mom i was like i'm taking everybody who can share a story <laughs> so we all registered and we all went for the event and we all yeah. shared stories and it was beautiful that's where Naifa was also sharing a story. And I loved her story. People thought me and Naifa looked alike. Oh. And that's where me, Harris, Naifa and Tanya met for the first time in our life. Okay. That's it. That's all that happened. We met oh. once. After a few weeks, Harris had an idea. He simply made, an, uh, made a WhatsApp group. Oh. And we all were there. And that's how, the, that's how it began. Just a photo that's of you. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, just a photo of us. Events that we have done. Every single program that we've done, we've pulled it off via WhatsApp. My God. We've never, we don't meet each other. We meet each other on the day of the event. Or the Damn. Day how do you guys even make it work? Like at least, we, I, I have no clue how you WhatsApp is, I have absolutely, I have absolutely no clue either. WhatsApp is our go-to. Instagram is where we, where we put, put in all out, yeah. our, <laughs> ideas as well yeah Uh, so So to everybody who says social media is not useful or social media makes you bad social media influence is wrong for you 
we completely disagree <laughs> actually how you make true. use of it yeah i mean there are there are like even though there are negative sides and positive sides to use the social media i think you guys are actually showing us how to use it effectively in a way that we could actually make a profound change in you know this is ready so it's actually yeah what matters yeah. is how you use it class, exactly class to you guys so uh was there ever a moment when you realized that oh wait damn this has clicked now you have to actually keep going on and on and on so was there any moment of realization like that i think it's when we started you know when we did the uh, public events when we were doing it online we did not really realize the impact that we were having even with messages that people were giving us saying oh you guys are doing a good job uh, this is really cool even when people were saying things like that it didn't hit us that hard it was when we conducted an actual live event and we had six storytellers go up and share their stories and we were sitting in the audience and crying we were uh, crying because we had pulled off such a beautiful event after every single unfold stories unfold after saying every single stories unfold i have cried after every single camp i have cried because seeing how it impacts another person seeing how what you're doing brings a change in another person or how they come and hug you after it right that is intense it's that moment when it hits you like oh my god we're doing good and we can't stop now there's no going back i can imagine yeah that's it feels so good yeah it must be yeah definitely yeah, all so- the effort becomes worth it so over the past year you guys have conducted a lot of events yeah like post book stories social stories mm-hmm. stories unfold yeah but as i uh, mentioned before the one event that i actually wanted to talk about is once upon a time because i remember one night our friend texting me like this event is going to happen here rohit you have to be here it's going to be a ton of fun back then i couldn't make it but then okay. i remember when the pictures came out about blindfold conversations and meditation sessions I remember regretted it. Thinking to myself, "Oh my god, god damn it, I wish this I should not have missed out on this one." I mean, how fun was it? What was it like? Whose idea was it actually? Okay, so this happened. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting in my psychology class okay. while I was doing my degree. Yeah. And I think something extremely uh boring was going on in class and I was not interested to listen to it. So I was just doodling in my paper, right? I was doodling and I was thinking about how traveling is such a hype nowadays. Yeah. How people who travel around are the ones who get a lot of acclaim. They're called jinn. They're given a lot of acclaim from random people saying, "Oh my God, you're traveling! You're traveling! You're traveling!" So I was just thinking, why is it that? Huh? Why is it that's happening? Because obviously you learn a lot when you travel, right? Yeah. You learn a lot. You experience new things. you see a new uh, you you self heal you start to heal yourself when you're traveling because that's the kind of experiences that you go through um so your personality in itself start changing i've noticed that everybody who travels a lot they become so humble and down to earth and so friendly exactly. and so nice and so calm i love that kind of energy that those people radiate right yeah. so i thought i wanted to collaborate do something with stories revolutionary that would bring people to have some change in themselves and had some connection to do with traveling it it just struck me while i was sitting in the classroom so i started writing this down i started doodling this down so it's like traveling to this revolutionary and then i thought about how we could do camping right tent camping and how fun it is 
so i connected that and since i was in psychology classroom i thought well we're doing it for the wellness for of everybody anyway so why not use certain therapies or you know have meditation sessions do things that is better for mental health as well so i just blotted down everything i connected everything and yeah. right after my class got over i ran outside i took my phone i took out our core group whatsapp and i started sending voice notes i said guys i have a brilliant idea hear me out what do you think about this we can collaborate with them we can collaborate with them we can do this we can do this i was so excited and the response i got was also really good so they were like okay that sounds really good but do you think we can pull it off i said trust me guys we will do this we can do this give it to me oh i will do this so i was that excited so they said okay if you have if you were so uh, confident about it why not so it took very few months for us to decide that we're definitely doing this go ahead with it fix it and make it happen i had absolutely no clue what we were getting into but as it progressed i realized this is one of the thing about the experience as well right yeah. our first camp our first camp i remember a girl calling me after the entries got filled we could only take a few people there was no more space but this girl called me and she was so emotional she was crying and she was in a very bad space so i was particular that i had to take her does not matter if the space or not i had to take her so i thought maybe you know we could somehow adjust like four or five people inside a tent do something but i have to take her because it will obviously help her and this was my entire intention of doing this in itself so mm. i uh, told her you come you probably have to adjust a little bit but come let's see what happens so we go there and we realize that her parents also came with her Damn. who did not register yeah. they did not register her parents also came with her so it's like oh my god now this is even more troublesome how can we accommodate them but her parents came to talk to us because they were not convinced enough that youngsters were conducting a camp without adult supervision and what is the camp anyway what are you doing in a place like this with just youngsters i mean is this like a cult or something are you just, <laughs> are you going to influence our kids in a way and take them away is this a bad camp so oh they were very curious and they were scared so we sat them down and we spoke to them so my mom was also there oh. uh, mom did not sit up, sit with me with them because she was very busy and she had not reached by then sorry she oh. was she had not reached by then we had reached earlier she was only going to reach that night so i sat down me and a few of my friends we sat down with the parents and we explained everything to them once they got to know us personally they realized there's no harm and we told them you can stay here too the only problem is there's no tent free yeah. uh, so they took a room uh, in another place and they also participated in all the competitions and all the events and all the therapies nice. and they really loved it they they actually loved us we <laughs> i mean we were like oh my god yeah. we got to convince two parents who were completely against this idea so that means something right and uh, needless to say the girl who came that day who was broken she cried heartfeltly after the meditation and we cried with her when we saw her cry and 3 4 months later now she is a wonderful human being she's doing amazing things Damn. she is she's crazy good now at what she does oh so God. you know it's that kind of transformation that gets you high and the thing i want to ask you is that through this platform that you guys have created both online and offline we have uh, had 
you have been blessed to have a lot of opportunities to listen to stories from people from basically all walks of life yeah so yeah. could you please maybe share a story that you feel like has left the most impact on you perhaps a one that you feel like won't ever for you won't ever forget for the rest of your life is there any There's story been like a that? lot of stories like that but i'd like to mention two stories that i'm so glad we got in public okay. i'm i'm going to talk about the offline stories okay yeah. uh because that's what moves you right like you see it in real life and you exactly. they share the story and you cry you cry sitting where you are uh so one of the stories was when we had the event in stories unfold kasrakot okay it is one of the most underrated events because we didn't have a really good audience that time uh since a few tickets were given without rate without without payment yeah. um i think people take it for granted they don't give any respect to the event when we don't we don't keep a price oh, yeah. for the tickets so we decided that we're never doing it again anyways one of the speakers that day was one of my mother's friends okay he's blind he was mm. born blind but he completed his pg in computer science yeah. with first track whoa right sorry not computer science an mba i think yeah so he completed it with first rank in kannur university and he became a professor and he also cleared his net exams and with net exams with jrf damn with jrf with a rank or something like that and the way he was talking about all the hardships that he's went through he never ha- he, he was he was smiling throughout he he delivered his talk throughout and the things that he has gone through are horrible like we if we were in his position we wouldn't even dream of doing so much oh yeah even attempting to get a pg yeah because he was he was barred from even writing his 12 standard exams he oh was told God. you can't do it he fought he filed a case in the court he did it anyways so you know it's it's the kind of stories that tells you that they can do it and what the hell are we doing with our lives point you point. know even disabilities don't stop them There's another story was with shyam shyam kumar i don't know if you know him he was one of the storytellers at trishur tnt at the open okay. mic we loved his stories so much that we told him you have to come to our unfold as well so mm. we took him to our stories unfold kitchen and we gave him a stage there too his story never fails to make people cry he was I I don't even want to tell you his story because you know what I'm not going to tell you his story. Okay, cool, I I'm cool. just going to tell you that it will be out on YouTube. Yo, yeah, yeah, watch it then. We'll watch it then. It out soon. Yeah, just watch it then because only then the authenticity will be there for the uh, Yeah, through these social talks that you've conducted you guys have tried to um tackle a lot of topics that have been rather been referred to as taboo. Like you guys have open talks about mm-hmm. menstruation red cycle then Uh, mental health depression etc so why what? do you think that people in, of our generation should be already be doing to make a more profound impact on changing the society's i know views about these such to- uh, these topics honestly i'm so glad that you looked at all of these things i'm so looked into all of these things that you've done <laughs> okay 
it's been so, you guys have been actually making an impact the generation today is we involve in a lot of negative banter basically um, any situation that is going to make me feel like i am dominant or i am great i would try to snatch okay yeah. so uh, that's the reason why lately our our generation is obsessed with a lot of fight that's going on online you know a lot of uh, unnecessary roasting that's happening currently in the current scenario okay yeah. this has been happening for a very long time since many many months and many years we are looking for some place or the other where some kind of a fight happens so that we can contribute in some way without having any effective outcome out of it true so there's nothing good or productive happening at the end of it it's just a banter and it will be forgotten in a while yeah because another banter will start yeah okay so in the middle of all of this we are failing to give any kind of importance to things that actually matter especially yeah. among the youth it's sad that old people usually elderly people tell us that i wasted my entire youth i had to have kids or i had to become this old to realize that this is what actually mattered in life and yeah. by the time that happens there's not much that they can do about it anyway yeah so we found it extremely important to bring attention to those kind of things early on yeah. to make sure that all of that's being spoken about in our generation in itself so that maximum awareness can be spread so that maximum people get to know about it and actually don't worry about seeking help you know mm. break the taboo break the stigma around these things so it's high time i mean there's a lot that we can learn from western culture and still we end up learning the worst things yeah okay one of the best things that we can learn is how they seek help whenever yeah. it's required without stigma they seek help maybe that's one of the best things that we can learn from them but no we end up learning the worst things true true and uh, how do you and there are a lot of notions like you know a lot of false notions surrounding all these topics be it, uh, the age cycle or mental health or depression what do you feel like what do you think is a frustrating notion that has been sticking around for too long that it needs to be put an end to as soon as possible definitely that in in the case of menstruation it will be that menstrual blood is impure Oh, the notion that menstrual yeah. bed is impure yeah, yeah. and since it's just because of that one statement yeah. that women everywhere are facing a lot of issues that she doesn't get that idea why should not be touched when she is yeah she should not enter temples or almost so i don't get she should not enter temples yeah. she should not pray she should not be touched that's the worst she becomes untouchable that's illegal according to our law yeah. and still that happens right so this this a uh, everything that she should not eat from the same plate that everybody else is eating yeah um she My can't God. enter the kitchen it's it's just it's inhuman it's it very inhuman it so i think that that should be done away with no matter what yeah uh another thing when it comes to mental health is um oh okay the way we we so loosely use the word mad or crazy yeah um and we give we give absolutely no understanding towards a mental illness yeah to point we don't uh, the only thing that is a trend is depression 
because everybody feels sad in one or the other way at one point of their life so that's the only thing that they can relate to so they just call every kind of sadness depression that's that's not acceptable but every other form of mental illness is looked down upon like yeah. like that's that's not recognized at all they just term it as crazy yeah other personality yes they term they just term every one of them as crazy it just yeah. can't be put under one label like that so either you are crazy either you are crazy or you are freak it's just too much sometimes yeah. for people like that there's no understanding yeah. there's no understanding. i truly believe that people need to get more sensitive about what they even say when speaking to other persons yeah. yeah so thing is um when we say something to someone right yeah we are not thinking twice before saying that we're just saying what we want to say exactly. we're not saying it by thinking whether what i'm saying is going to hurt the other person or ha- what kind of an impact that is causing on the other person or not like just like you said so yeah. basically we we're, we're causing hurt and pain in them and not even giving a shit about it yeah but what we said can leave a mark on them for years it can create a trauma inside of them it can create a turmoil inside of them or it can you know worsen the insecurities that they already have so yeah. what we say words matter a lot words are very powerful so we can always make a choice of never saying the bad thing at all even if you want to say something bad to them we can make a choice of not saying it because yeah. not saying it is better than saying it saying it is not helping you or them it's not going to so help you either it's so just true. it's just going to make you a terrible person for saying yeah. it <laughs> what's the point anyways what's next for suhana and for stories revolutionary okay what's next for me is i'm going to obviously go back to bangalore yeah. but i'm going to make changes from how i was in my first semester oh, oh that's this is very personal right yeah, yeah. uh because i am not okay with the way i uh, treated myself in, in my first semester i was not kind to me i did not treat myself well so i have learned throughout this time period on how i can be better to myself so i've made sure that this time when i go back i'm treating myself better in many ways in yeah. in developing my knowledge in having a better career in talking to other people in making friends in every in every aspect of my personal life i'm going to be more careful and put more effort into what i do as well as love myself suhana love yourself <laughs> it's something i keep telling myself you all should you all should uh, the story is revolutionary though um we're waiting for everything to go back to uh a better place yeah. so that we can have public events we can bring public to come to programs and feel better and you know rejoice have a better state of mind so we have been planning for a camp uh, yeah. based only on mental health only completely oh. on mental health so it was called mind reboot once upon a time uh, for mind reboot it was a oh. mind reboot camp so we have been planning this since january but since a lot of other issues have been happening around we could not make that happen i mm. think now more than ever when the lockdown ends that's probably what people will need to reboot your mind and come back to people are going to be know, yeah your goals and life sorted <laughs> people are going to be so frustrated after this because they actually i am actually i don't know what are happening what's happening to me it's like there's nothing to do i mean there's obviously things to do that's i'm that's what i'm realize when i see your stuff 
okay some other people step and i watch you know content creators but personally i've been feeling damn there's actually nothing much to do i i don't even i realize i don't even have much hobby so i need to make up more hobbies and you know start doing stuff <laughs> so it's it's just actually take it slow just take it slow learn about yourself in this time <laughs> there's not much to learn about myself <laughs> actually when... that's what you think yeah probably that's, that's what you think that's, that's true. <laughs> that's true put in some effort into learning into yourself i'm actually planning to conduct uh, a a tiny little workshop not a workshop but it's a worksheet you can call it a worksheet um okay. it's on intention setting i thought i'll be doing a webinar on it so i'll be taking a few registrations in as well only for people who are interested to do it in okay. intention setting is basically um how you can manifest your goals your dreams your desires into your real life by doing intention setting Okay, this it's something I have tried. Uh, this is for me. <laughs> it's something I've tried last year with my mom. My mom led it for me and my bro- my brother, and it is crazy amazing. I think it works very very much. So I thought, why not do it for other people as well? Especially during this time, they might be feeling like there's no purpose. One final topic that I wanted to touch upon that you've been very vocal about is <laughs> sexism and women harassment. I mean. even around our college in my college there yes. a lot of stuff have been coming out which is deeply saddening and truly disheartening because people these are not people who uh, are uneducated who doesn't know how to mm-hmm. who who's not supposed to not know how to know how not to and how to behave to a woman a lot of girls i think almost all the girls who is studying with who were studying with me has had at least one or two experiences such experiences where they have been harassed yeah, yeah, previously yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. what do you think about it so take on it okay if you ask me what i think about it this is too much that i'll say i'll rant because this is too much that i think about it obviously yeah. but from what you have said it's true it's true the problem is almost every girl i know has experienced it every girl i know has actually undergone abuse in itself yeah. but the men i know do not know any rapists do not know any abusers Sadly. that's impossible i think that's impossible it's impossible for all girls to have experienced it but all men to not know anybody who's an abuser or they're just hiding it because they could be abusers in itself right either either, either either women are hiding it or we are ignorant too much i mean it's high time that we pay attention yeah yes yes so very sad. ignorant now have you have you seen those uh, talks about how yes all men came into picture and yeah. there was a lot of uh, fights against that yeah, I heard how people it. were saying not all men not all men and a few mm. feminists came up saying yes all men yeah i i i get where that rage comes from that rage comes from the place that all patriarchy basically benefits all men it's yeah. not that all men are abusers it doesn't come from that perspective or from that particular point of view it comes from how all men are benefited by patriarchy that makes sense that makes sense because uh, when everybody is benefited yeah i i agree totally that patriarchy he also has a lot of negative impacts on men basically mm-hmm. in toxic masculinity and in asking them to cover up their emotions and a lot of issues like that yeah. but bottom line it's it's beneficial for men because it takes another kind of load off of them right yeah. 
so agree or not but it does in many ways uh, that's where a lot of you know sexism comes from when you feel like you're better than the other sex when you feel like you have more power than the other sex when you feel like uh, when, when you have actually experienced it from your childhood in little little things like your mom telling you you go sleep or you watch the tv it's okay your sister cleans the wash uh, cleans the plates sister cleans the room mm-hmm. so when both of you are growing up together but your mom specifically targets targets i i always get always get confused <laughs> with the word sorry so targets your uh, sister to do certain things because your mother also has a patriarchal mindset because that's where she grew up from she can't help it that's what she grew up into mm. uh, so you know targeting that way and you know uh, growing up in that particular way like reema kalingil said i don't know if you've seen her ted talk her ted talk has the story about how she fought for a fish fish mm. fry which mean vendi thallu kudi varunu because her brother got a fish fry her father got a fish fry why not her oh. if they get why not her right so yeah. that's where her feminism started from the yeah. so sexism exists in these little little tiny things that we don't think is a big deal it starts from there it stems from there yeah. so these things grow up into big things because we think it's not a big deal yeah. and we keep thinking it's not a big deal we keep doing bigger things and bigger things and nobody says anything against us for doing it so we think it's okay to do it so we keep doing it and then it gets worse and worse and worse and some see even when it comes to sexual assault and sexual abuse right yeah. it's not about lust as much as it is about dominance it is it's true researchers true. say that it's yeah. about dominance more than lust so people just men usually just want to assert their dominance over the other gender or anybody mm. even with men men who abuse boys even yeah. they just want to assert just assert their dominance i'm not talking about pedophiles i'm not talking about uh, mentally ill people i'm talking about people who commit assaults and abuse and rapes only in general okay so that's that's what the research says why do you feel like you have to put a dom- to you have to feel dominant over the other person why do you have that innate feeling that you have to do it mm-hmm. it's something that you know grown from your childhood in itself it's yeah. something that you've seen your fathers or your uncles or your grandpa grandfathers be you've seen them become big bet bigger than the other gender mm-hmm. so you feel like that's what you have to be too you feel like you also have to reach there in case you are a man with a lot of insecurities then it's worse people men with a lot of insecurities are the ones who usually and keeps getting hello doing yeah. this so all these people actually need mental health mental help yeah. hello yeah i can i can hear you. so all of these people actually need mental help hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm just going to go on and rant it's okay it's okay, okay. it's okay continue i want to hear this i can hear you <laughs> no please 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 continue <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. yeah I I made an I actually made a video about how uh, it's very normal for uh, hec- men very normal to be heckled on stage especially yeah. for women anchors and uh, women speakers uh, but when it comes to men speakers they're respected and they're applauded mm. and they're clapped mm. um, since since my childhood I had to endure a lot of heckling I had to endure a lot of erangi podi however good I was 
even if i was one of the best i would still have to endure a lot of heckling uh-huh. and when i actually lost myself was the point when i heard uh, sexual remarks from the audience that's yeah. the point i was just like guys this is this is just not okay out. this yeah. is just crazy not at all okay i wanted to respond at that point but i knew that if i resp- they're not scared of anything those boys mm-hmm. so even if i respond they're going to say things back to me they're going to mm-hmm. prove that they are not scared of anything either and it's just going to be something that they're expecting me to do they're telling me that because they want me to fall they want me to you know respond to them tell them that it's hurting me or cry mm-hmm. or fall down they want to see me hurt because they can't believe that a girl is up there doing things they can't do in a place like kasaragod especially because no girl does it true right i, so I know what they're expect badly hurt i think it's uh, it all yeah, stems from the it. fact that many can get away from whatever they do whatever they end up doing is probably I, yes. do you feel the environment yes. being shifted yes. at all they can get away with it like when it comes it's to gradual yeah it's it maybe gradually but i think they're not going to get anywhere like with for having actual equality in another probably 200 years that's very hopeless to say but i don't see it happening because you know there's so much of you know sexism and misogyny and patriarchy is so beneficial so yeah. beneficial for them that they're not going to get let go of it you see the whole hate towards feminism happening right you see how so many people are completely against it and so keen on hell bent on bringing women down who are feminists so when there are people who people like that who are existing when they are benefiting from all of these things they're not going to give up It's of true. course yes there's a lot of new movements happening there's a lot of new amazing things happening there's a lot of men in itself setting out and creating a path yeah. for you know such good things to happen and for both sexes to get equality and uh, equity equity mainly gradually hopefully yes let's just no let's just hope let's just wait and hope. let's yes. just not let's just wait let's let's be active let's do things as well yeah let's yes, do things exactly <laughs> and then let's hope for the best yeah and i think i've covered pretty much most of the questions that i've wanted to ask you it's been <laughs> it's been a lot of fun i mean I, i've been Thank we've you been so one, much, Rohit, whole, i had fun too yeah the whole av club has actually wanted to do this for a long time now and i'm really glad that we could actually finally do it probably in future <laughs> we could do something with all four creators and maybe a definitely story team the entire story team at some point let's hope so for the best and you take care we'd love to come to nit for something some event or something some day and tatwa ragam then also from some arrange do some program i've come to ragam actually i've come to ragam <laughs> you take care you keep in touch yeah we will we will be in touch and have fun have lots of fun and take you care you too have fun yes yes do Definitely. things you love bye have great fun yeah make use of this time take care her bye bye